0: This episode is brought to you by Third Eye Cacao. Third Eye Cacao is on a mission to preserve ceremonial grade cacao in the world and invite others on a journey from their head to their heart. Cacao is the fruit where chocolate comes from and is one of the most nutrient dense superfoods on the planet. Third Eye Cacao is known for its special elixir powders that they make with herbs and adaptogens. Each blend has a unique activation for the brain, heart, and body. Cacao can be a great addition to your coffee or a replacement and has the powerful ability to begin any day with intention and ceremony. Now, I'm a huge fan of cacao. Ever since I first tried it, I noticed its heart-opening effects. And Third Eye Cacao makes it super easy to enjoy its benefits. Just take a couple of the chips out of the bag, throw them directly into your mouth, which I like to do, or make a drink with it if you have a little more time. By the way, Third Eye Cacao is the best tasting cacao I've ever tried. So go to thirdeyecacao.com and that's third eye with a three, three R D I cacao.com and use promo code TIMEWheel to save 11%. Once again, that's third eye cacao with a com, promo code TIMEWheel. This episode is also brought to you by sheath, the underwear of legends. What makes sheath different? is the pouch on the inside. Now, this is a game-changing invention that completely revolutionizes the male undergarment. These are the most comfortable underwear I have ever worn by far. They've got amazing designs and styles, super comfortable fabrics. My favorite is the bamboo and also the V, which is a long leg athletic underwear that doesn't ride up, and it supports you where it matters most. So go check out Sheath at sheathunderwear.com and use promo code TIMEWHEEL to save 20%. Once again, that's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TIMEWHEEL. Welcome to a new episode of Xeon Archive. This is a lost episode. Now this was recorded December 22nd, 2020 with my brother Robert Patton, the CEO and founder of Sheath and uh, subsequently lost on a memory card until now. I just recently rediscovered the card, found it amongst a whole bunch of junk in a drawer And yes, I have uh, uncovered the file, and I'm excited to bring to you what should have been released long ago, the Lost episode with Robert Patton. Thank you for being here, guys. I appreciate you listening, and let's jump in. It is December 22nd at 4.20, and we're starting the podcast. Perfect timing. That's (laughs) serendipitous. (laughs) It was awesome. So, you're in town from Colorado. How you doing? Good. We've been hanging out for a few days now. Mm -hmm. LOL.
1: Just got back from Austin. Had a great time with the team, celebrating a successful year. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the funnest nights I've had with you guys probably ever. And we just went had a nice dinner, great food. Super nice. Papa Papa
0: Papadooks. Shout out Papadoes
1: yeah we had a magnificent
0: feast ate some alligator bits never tried alligator that was the first time
1: yeah and then had a couple nice drinks and then you know just went back to the airbnb yep lobster and salmon too yeah that was insanely good i haven't had that in a while it was a nice treat for us we've been working hard i feel like i wanted to give back to you guys for all the hard work you put in for the year Mm,
0: yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. Best meal ever. <laughs> yeah, really.
1: It was so good. So, I'm um, just blessed. I'm trying to remember to stay grateful for everything that's happening. You know, we mm-hmm. in the midst of this pandemic, Sheath has managed to stay busy and producing and selling and right. You know, so we I don't want to take that for granted and i want to make sure that i stay in balance with the universe as the universe provides i want to give back Mm -hmm. you know one of the things we do at our house you know this but i don't know if everyone knows i mean there's 15 dogs at my house right now wow which 10 of them are puppies we foster dogs Mm -hmm. one of them was pregnant gave birth to these 10 puppies i'm
0: wow so they're just 10 puppies and then five normal right grown dogs
1: right but, you know, I was grateful they all survived because that would have been weird right. if one would have died. That totally. been, we named them after the cast of The Office.
0: Oh, wow. That's funny. So there's
1: 10 different. There's like Michael, Jim,
0: Pam, Dwight, Angela, <laughs> Stanley. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, all dogs kind of get their first name. But then I think the, the owner renames. Yeah. Because uh, I have a dog, a French Bulldog named Abraxas, but his first name was Black Bear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about naming them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10.
0: So they don't get attached or what? Yeah, or just <laughs> it's
1: simple and you, like you said, the people are gonna rename them most yeah. likely. Anyways. Yeah, they've probably
0: been thinking on what they want to name their dog for a while. I did at least. I was like, I even put something on Facebook. I was like, "What do y'all think I should name my dog?" Like, I wanted to be inspired by mythology and you know, ancient knowledge. Isn't,
1: like the god of gods or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's a very old, ancient Greek god that is, yeah, they say the god of gods. And I think the first um, place that it was kind of found was on coins, Mm. like super old Mm -hmm. coins. Um, And it's this really weird looking being. It's like got the rooster head, but it's got like octopus limbs. And it's very interesting. Um, It looks, you know just like super ancient greek vibe but um i just really liked the even more so than the what it represents i just really liked how it rolled off the tongue of mm. yeah it felt kind of it felt dogish. you know mm-hmm. what i mean felt like you know you hear of certain names that dogs have it felt like one of those so i was like oh that fits you know because like some people name their dog like greg Mm-hmm. and it's like greg you know it's like it doesn't feel like a dog name but you don't hear people named abraxas so right it's a very like animalistic name to it i feel like no one would get that confused like oh he's calling a dog you know right yeah <laughs> it's not to be confused although you could name a kid
1: abraxas so maybe yeah. one day
0: that's pretty funny a lot I'm, of I'm sure a few exist in the world
1: a lot of new names a few create yeah it's a strong name Mm -hmm. But I I just, you know, like, we take care of these animals, and I remember talking to Nick Greeter in this house five Mm -hmm. years ago, shout out Nick, Mm -hmm. um, about what we were going to do when we became successful with, you know, to give back. And one of the things Mm -hmm. that I had said was to, you know, take care of animals that are, like, at shelters or, you know, whatever, and then also... Disabled people, which, uh, because those are the, you know, the helpless that need help, mm-hmm. that can't help themselves. Yeah. I, I like that the idea of being able to provide something. Mm hmm for those areas of the world that need it right. and and when i'm in the fortunate position to get back i don't i you know it's christmas time mm-hmm. i don't want to be ebenezer scrooge <laughs> with all my coins and the right ivory tower looking down and yep clutching my my, <laughs> my riches
0: yep i need to rewatch that i did start watching the grinch again recently that was a good one and i think it's jim carrey in it oh yeah and i forgot so much of it yeah it's really good but Mm. i didn't finish it i need to finish it i fell asleep but
1: scrooged with bill murray is good it's like a more modern version of that Mm -hmm. and um but i want to watch all like uh whatever a life christmas life something good good life there's a movie about Mm -hmm.
0: the you know the ghost of christmas past and present oh i remember that yeah that was a trippy one. I have not seen it since being an adult. I really want, and should, you know, to do take some time this week with, you know, my girlfriend to just do that. Yeah, it's watch fun them. to
1: watch old Christmas movies. Elf mm-hmm. is great.
0: Elf is one of my favorite Christmas mm-hmm. movies. We're talking
1: about Christmas, but it's uh, time to just reflect mm-hmm. on the year and you're sometimes as you get later on in life maybe your life and make sure you're on the right path i think that's what those messages are trying to send Mm -hmm. through the movie through the story is don't take things for granted and and Mm. appreciate because life can you know pass you by and then you end up in this on this path that of greed you know we know people who are greedy (laughs) just Mm -hmm. you know it's not good enough to get what is fair you know you always want more
0: yeah and yeah i mean i believe we all are generating our future by the actions that we take now like there's it's almost like science for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction You push against the wall, the wall pushes back. It's just part of life. So, yeah, I mean, we all have the ability to create and manifest a beautiful future for ourselves if we take actions now, sacrifice now, like doing the hard thing when in the face of, you know, a problem, adversity, a challenge, like instead of running from it, meet it. You know, and then you can get stronger and create good karma as mm. well, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm
1: thinking of like a water flowing down a river mm-hmm. and just the path of least resistance. I don't, like, it makes all rivers and some men crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon Hill said that, the path of least resistance. So, you don't always want to take that, mm-hmm. you know? Pu- push yourself and strain put strain on yourself to test and grow, like you were just mm-hmm. saying. Um, mm-hmm. But I do kind of feel sometimes like we are on a river of success, mm-hmm. you know, because we put ourselves on that path at the beginning, maybe.
0: Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few things there. So just to, to call back to, you know, giving back, It's, you know, really awesome to be able to foster these animals and give them, you know, a positive energy environment to grow up and help find an owner for that animal where they can take it and, you know, give it a good life. You know, that's a hard process. It's really, it's a good thing to be able to help people in the process of finding their dog Mm -hmm. and then help that dog find their family, you know, and foster in the meantime, for the disabled folks, I think you know we've done a handful of things in the past as far as like giving some free products to certain places mm-hmm. and that type of thing. But there's always kind of uh, what what do you call it uh, the 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 work that where you kind of give money to certain organizations charity yeah charity but there's a there's philanthropy a, that's it philanthropy yeah. yeah we could as sheath continues it's it's only natural that we give back so think that is a good thing and our good friend Stephen actually um used to help a disabled person mm. daily mm-hmm. and it was a very humbling experience for him to realize hey i can walk and use my hands and mm-hmm. all this stuff that everyone takes for granted and like most people that have all of their limbs and all their digits and they all their faculties like they complain about life and it's like bro you don't even know what some people are dealing with you know so that is a good thing to stay grateful that we have the ability to walk and talk and hear and see and all the things that we you know like I think people need to remember that it's a miracle that we're here and in good health you know yeah and and, you know
1: I think we are we look for struggle anyways like society's been so blessed in America for the past decade that we've found all of these micro problems to complain about. And mm-hmm. if you had a disability or a war or famine or something to really complain about, I think all of these smaller issues that mm-hmm. seems like such big issues would, you know, find their natural place, which right. is like not a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um but the mind wants problems to solve, <laughs> mm-hmm. and if it's not perfect, you know, like I talked to my daughter, Madison, who, she's idealistic, she's 19, she wants everyone to be equal, and everything to be perfect for everyone, and right. and everyone just be equal, which is great, yeah. but you have to, there's not equal work ethics, <laughs> therefore, how can everyone be equal? Right. And if everything was equal it would be boring it gives a it's like a game Mm -hmm. i i I think and we're all dealt the cards we play with and you play the hand you're dealt yeah and i don't think that we were necessarily dealt this huge advantage per se Mm -hmm. you know in, in in comparison to most other americans totally
0: yeah 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 we had a very just kind of uh normal average american upbringing you know i don't single mom yeah single mom she worked all the time you know we weren't really like gifted some you know inheritance or whatever or maybe in times there were a there was a little bit of that but (laughs) it's always like we have to make the best with what we've got and there's always people that have a better thing than you always people have a better or sorry a worse thing Right and or you know but just yeah doing what you can with the cards you're dealt is very important you know and
1: there you know there's information out there I I talk to my wife who you know she's read all these books like Tim Ferriss and Think and Grow Rich but like now she just you know she wants to read a novel like a mm. thriller and just kind of like to a relaxing kind of a a book to Mm -hmm. relax, like a sitcom or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm still all about that self-help and maybe even rereading some of the books I read in the past to remind myself of some of the principles that I was used to get to where we are. Right.
0: That's the thing is, you know, just like when you cut with a knife over time, the edge is dull. Right. Right. You have to sharpen it over and over and over yeah. again. And that is what we do by continuing down this self-help entrepreneurial entrepreneurial path by even relearning the things we knew before. Because it's like, it's a relearning process. And yeah. when you learn it a second time, you learn it a little deeper than the first time. And then you learn it a third time and a fourth time. Like Absolutely. How many times have we heard Think and Grow Rich? Tens of times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the more you hear it, the more finer details you pick up on, and, oh, I didn't hear that part before, you know, and, oh, uh, now with this new recent experience under my belt, I really understand this part a lot better, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes you need to live and have life happen to you to then understand what a book was trying to tell you that you didn't get at that time, but now you can get it because you've lived and came back to it. So, yeah, it's just keeping the edge sharp, you know, because, you know, we all can just, just like a knife when it cuts, loses its its edge and becomes dull. Mm-hmm. All humans can do that. You, right. can, you can be chopping it up and killing it and then for a year, two, five years, and then all of a sudden, oh, well, what happened? You yeah. Know? You, you didn't stay sharp. Sharpen that blade. Got to sharpen it. Uh, one of the most recent
1: principles I put into practice from Think and Grow Rich was this sitting for thoughts which is, you know, many of your listeners probably are familiar with meditation. Right. And this is a form of meditation that pulls ideas from the universe. And so, essentially, you meditate in a dark room with a desk and a pencil and a piece of paper, Mm. and you're sitting there waiting for whatever answer you're looking for to come to you. Because you need to write it down so many times Mm. you have, we have these great ideas that just go off into the ether because we didn't write them down. Right. Which I mean, we've been hanging out for the past couple of days and had quite a few creative ideas. And I'm happy that you are quick to have, you know, Steven, you know, write this down, write this down. And we put it all in our ideas, uh, channel on discord to keep it, recorded Mm -hmm. because it's there's like these little moments of genius and they
0: can slip away absolutely yeah you gotta pay attention to when you feel inspired Mm -hmm. if you feel inspired and you just had a conversation about doing a thing you know don't be the person that doesn't do the thing you know and we we gotta have some slack with ourselves we're all not gonna do everything Mm -hmm. but you know like so much of success is doing the things that you set out to do. Yeah. Small or big, yeah. you know, like it could be a little thing, it could be a big thing, it could be a health thing, it could be a business thing. But if you just keep acting, doing like the universe responds, Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you're putting forth effort. Well, here's some return, you know, and you really can't get anything without effort. You have to put the effort in. Um, but yeah, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And if it's a good action, you know, a good thing will come. And it might not be the same moment, the same day, the same week, but it might show up later down the line.
1: Yeah, you start that movement and momentum, and that you want to keep that ball rolling. And the universe speaks through us, through inspiration, a muse, an idea. And if you just sit there and talk yourself out of it, you're <laughs> going against what the universe wants. Because although you're like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, but I'm good. I think I'll just. Right. I'm smarter than the universe, or mm-hmm. something. You know, I I know better. I know it might not work. It could, and and that's true. It might not work, but everything is like kind of a little bit of a gamble mm-hmm. you know and you gotta yeah and you know, the whole
0: point of gambling is to have fun it's yeah not to win yeah you know what i mean you don't have to win every hand you don't have to win everything you try to do it doesn't have to be a smashing success but if you had fun and you learned along the way you get better Yeah, Yeah, because the
1: game's not over. That's the thing about this game is, you know, you get to play your hand every day for the rest of your life and keep Mm -hmm. getting the knowledge to play the hand better tomorrow. And, you know, you build these relationships along the way, and people, sometimes they want to see you fail, sometimes they want to see you succeed. And I think Mm -hmm. it's usually, in a weird way, the people that are closest to you that want to see you fail, because then it won't reflect on their failure mm-hmm. if you fail too but if mm-hmm. people like i want you know michael jordan to win the championship i don't know him but right. if he was my brother and i was the older brother who never did anything sure. that yeah. i'm
0: like oh if he if he lost i would feel a little bit better <laughs> you can't just play it safe play it safe you know like by playing it safe really sometimes you don't you know you didn't make as many mistakes but you also don't have the opportunity to grow. Yeah. You know? So try. yeah. Trying. Yeah. It's a really interesting uh, metaphor for the way that life can happen. And it's not right or wrong or good or bad. It's just different. Everyone has a different path. So just, you know, stay moving with the flow. Don't try to combat the flow. Like if you go out to the, the ocean and stand you know, and fight the wave, it's a hard battle. But if you ride with the wave, you can see, oh, this is a lot easier, you know, and I'm still moving, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: But you went out and you got in the waves. So Mm -hmm. at least you didn't stay on the beach. Right. And I mean, that could be um, segued into going out into society today. We just went to the gym Mm -hmm. and nobody was wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and everything seemed to be fine. Right. And you know, we watched this guy JP Sears who's like, "I will be afraid of a virus that has a 99.8% survival rate." And right. he's making fun of it. There's like this weird fear of the virus mm-hmm. that has a 99.8% survival rate and like oh. people who go out and shoot for their dreams have a 99.8% survival rate mm-hmm. so you can either go for it or not go for it and you're that 0.2 percent is you're gonna you're gonna we're all gonna die we were talking
0: <laughs> earlier we're yeah. already dead right the yeah. krishna yeah <laughs> we were talking about the bhagavad-gita and the stories of krishna and how he tells arjuna his disciple you know why are you worried about dying or killing when you're already dead? Like you're already fated to die, and it's because of me. I, you know, he he Krishna is the, you know, the the doer of all the things. You know, like it's kind of um, his role to gobble us all up when it's time to die. You mm-hmm. know, like he's he's the recycler of energy, and. He's like, you know, you're here to do a job. You're going to die. It's all been done. Um, other people are going to die. It's it's a really intense idea that, you know, why worry when it's all been done already? So just do your best. You know yeah. I mean?
1: And have fun. You're yeah. saying, like, have fun. Take that step off the cliff that, ha- you know, where martin luther king or somebody said take the first step and you know have faith and -hmm. and and, and it'll be the the next step will be there Mm -hmm. you know just take the first step and the next step will be there and the next step will be there just start down the path the yellow brick road to the uh where does the yellow brick road go
0: um, the the Wizard. Wizard of Oz, yeah, the House. yeah Oz. castle, <laughs> yeah, and there's
1: magic in, yeah. in the, on that path, and you'll meet many strange characters who might right. enrich your life. Mm-hmm. It's much more exciting than staying in your basement and and waiting for the disease to go. You know, mm-hmm. metaphorically, the fear of whatever might hold you back. If you do try, you know, you might get someone. You might fail. You know, and then what you get to try again, and it's fun. Um, I've failed at things, I wanted to be in the NBA. Guess what? Didn't happen, (laughs) and I wanted it bad, Mm -hmm. but I found other things that I wanted to do. And along the path, what I had done on the previous excursion, um, you know, attempt at a dream, I still took those lessons with me and helped those lessons helped. And my next venture. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Our, our good friend TJ, he always sends us kind of motivational texts in the morning and he had sent a Chinese proverb. Failure is not falling down, but refusing to get up.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's like Rocky. Right. He says, uh, it's not how, it's not how hard you get hit.
0: Mm -hmm. It's,
1: you get up, you know, you keep fighting.
0: Yep. And another one he had sent too was a winner is just a loser who tried one more time.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Three feet yeah. from gold. Yep. It's like.
0: I like that whole story. Like, do you want to tell that the concept of that guy that's the, like mining and looking yeah, for gold?
1: Yeah. Right. Well, he was a, a gold he was searching for gold uh, it was during the you know the gold rush era and he had done all the geological research to find that there was a gold mine in this general area and he right. found a gold mine mm-hmm. and he was digging it up but it wasn't as big as he thought and he uh Like basically gave up, you know. He's like, "Oh, it ended." You know, this little thing that I was going for it stopped. You know, he had a little bit of success, but then it ended. And if he had done a little bit more research or kept trying, he would have found that just three feet from where that mine ended, it picked back up again, Uh and there was a huge, you know, treasure of gold that. So when he gave up, he quit. He went and sold all his equipment to the local uh like uh garbage uh dump what are uh-huh. they whatever salvage company yeah, right. and that guy was like hmm he had and he did a little bit more research found out that there had been some se- some sort of seismic shift or right. thought you know a little bit creatively went and, f- and he found it right so the, the the lesson was to not give
0: up right because you're doing the work towards the goal yeah And then you just get it far enough to where someone else just finally finishes it off for you and then you didn't do it, you know, like not only that. So there's two lessons in that. One is you were so close to the gold when you gave up just because of how long and hard it was. You you gave up even though you were literally about to break it. You're finally about to to find what you yeah break through and find what you were looking for. And then the other thing is, you know, if you go and dig that mine, some other dude's gonna come up in that mine and dig it and and take take it right when it's right there. And it's like we n- need to have a mission and stick to it. You yeah, know? it's I mean it's a
1: lesson. It's persistence and not giving right. up in the universe tends to reward those who don't give up and push through these challenges if it was easy to be successful everyone everyone would be that's successful
0: it. that's it yeah oh. so creating a life that you don't need to escape from is the big one
1: and living it's within kind of your
0: welcome. means yes that, that is yeah. another good
1: goal because that's where i'm i'm right now making more money than i've ever made and that probably most i'm probably in the one percent of the world mm-hmm. probably right now top even more than more than that mm-hmm. and um but i'm not buying new things i'm not you know i have a 2004 lexus which i might get a new car pretty soon i'm i will admit but i i'm just letting my growth build up before I start spending it all. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm not spending. A lot of people spend before they even make the money. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I got this check coming, and they spend it before it even gets yeah. to their house. Right. I'm letting the check get there and I'm letting them stack up. And then, and maybe I won't, I don't really feel like I need too many things. I feel like what I'm doing right. is enough. It's like mm-hmm. just living this passion of, running a business, and you know, I do want to give credit to one of the main inspirations of sheathunderwear.com is Matt Humble here, the host of this (laughs) show, because I feel like without him, that would not have possibly happened at all. I mean, I had the idea, but I was kind of just going through the motions of life. I had to pay bills. I had to have my job. I, I was in a routine that most people are stuck in, because of, of the system that we live in. And I didn't necessarily have I, I knew I had the principles of success because I had read them, but I felt like I showed Matt these like this book when he was like thirteen, I think. And it was in an audiobook. But mm-hmm. I feel like when you're younger and he, you can absorb and process the information better of anything Mm -hmm. whether it's martial arts Mm there's you know math anything you get into when you're younger like really passionate about you are able to retain and you know utilize that better now like I was playing chess over the weekend Mm -hmm. and I'm still good at it I'm 40 but I learned it when I was young right and my point is you know you learn these principles at 13 I learned them at 23 Mm -hmm and you just kind of ran with them and you were manifesting stuff mm-hmm. from a young age making movies getting yeah. you know your first car that you wanted that centra mm-hmm. um and i think the more you manifest and see that you can do it the more you believe you can do it right. and the more you believe you can do it <laughs> yep.
0: the more you just keep doing it right and that's what happened with the, the cars things it was like i manifested this yeah well, can i manifest that can i manifest this yeah can, can i manifest that oh you manifest all of it you know it's like <laughs> and it's like oh too many things now <laughs> yeah it's, it's <laughs> funny reflect
1: slow down a little bit but like you really i tell everyone the story but just i say you cattle prodded me right. into action and through that you know we built the company together and it's become successful because mm-hmm. I knew, you know, okay. I I guess I knew we could do it, mm-hmm. but it's just doing it.
0: Well, it helps to have a team. It helps to yeah. have people that want to do it with you. Oh, my God. It's a big thing. It is a big thing. That's why so many people can't get started and it's because they're the only person there
1: well their brother's usually the one saying nah dude
0: (laughs) right just don't family oddly doesn't support entrepreneurship yeah and it's not a just our family thing it's like a lot of families they're always like you have an idea don't do it
1: man go the yeah. safe route do you know no how school? hard that is right you know how many other people are trying to do that exactly thing?
0: it's good you know it's, so it's many families they think they're trying to help and they're yeah. stomping on people's dreams and it's that's not the way you should be as a family guys yeah you know i'm young i can't i don't have authority on this i don't have a family in the sense of having kids and whatnot but i'm just saying like when your friends or your family or anyone brings up an idea they have Encourage it. Yeah. Why not? It. It's mm-hmm. good for their soul. It's good for your soul. It's like a soul-joining process. I want to know what you want to do, and I would like to help you do it, and vice versa. You want to know what I want to do? Okay, let me tell you. Let's help each other, you know? Yeah, build
1: each other's flames. Don't pee on them. Right. You know? Because yeah. that's the that's the thing. We're, we're all fire. We're all energy. And you know that you can... Say something to someone and it's going to deflate that energy Mm -hmm. in like two seconds. Right. Or you can say something else that will do the opposite.
0: Yeah. And we need to communicate with each other too, though. Because I know it's easy for, you know, like say you receive that comment and you just go, oh, I shouldn't do it. Instead, if you actually communicate and say, wow, that wasn't the response I was hoping. I really actually want to do this. Mm Mm-hmm would you consider listening to me a bit further about it, why I want to do it? I like that. You know? Like, yeah. communicate. Say something. Don't just, oh, I'm sad now. You know? It's like, yeah, just turn off. And, well, Because, you know, one time I showed Raul here an edit of a video I made, and he was kind of like, eh, nah, I don't know about it. And I was kind of like, oh, well, that wasn't a, you know, I was a little but hurt for a second. I was like, darn it, my homie didn't like the video. Toot. But then I was like, well, can we talk about why he didn't like it? And Uh then he ended up coming into the room and helping me edit it. Right. And it ended up really good. Mm -hmm. It ended up better than it was. Right. When I could have just said, oh, well, that offends me. I'm going to release it because I did it or whatever. You, You know, I told him, hey, well, that wasn't the response I was looking for. But come help me. Tell me the things that you would do in this position. Could you edit it? And he starts pointing out a couple things like jump cuts that I didn't have in it it flowed better it was uh-huh. like thank you Raul like yeah you're, you are a media guy too you mm-hmm. know so it's like if we can just learn how to communicate so much can get done yeah know?
1: yeah that's one of the major flaws in society and relationships is miscommunications misunderstandings possibly you know, misinterpretations and, like, taking offense when there was none meant, right. you, but your ego gets involved, and we're like, well, I made
0: this, and you don't like it, and now right. I think I suck.
1: Right. <laughs> and
0: Right. But if we're really friends and we really care about each other, we won't let each other think that about ourselves. That's not good. It's not an accomplishment to make someone feel bad. No. That is bad for you too yeah (laughs) you know what i mean it's like some people think they win a thing they're Uh like yeah i made him feel bad so i won it's like no Uh, you're hurting yourself bro too yeah because you all need to have positive energy here you know it's it's it's, it's a hard thing for people to understand because of course the divisiveness of culture and social media and science and all the stuff they're all like nope there's one way there isn't just one way, you know? I think that's wisdom is knowing there isn't just one way and learning that. And that's all the psychedelics thing is it shows you we don't know shit, right? It's like, oh, yeah, just show, show me I don't know sh- jack shit about what's going on here. Who the fuck are we? Why are we here? We're floating down in space, like going a million miles an hour. What the fuck? You know, it's like mm-hmm. psychedelics will show you continue to learn. You don't know it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like be open, be an open book, like learn communicate teach like it's a two-way street you know if you want to teach sorry if you want to learn teach you know vice versa it's like it's fun stuff i don't know it's transmutation every day is a chance to transmute the i don't even want to say bad because it's not bad i think things are neutral it's the Tao. it's the way it is but transmuting what is into a favorable outcome for yourself and others Mm -hmm. you know like oh, I favored that outcome, you know, like, instead of, damn it, you
1: know, so. Well, like, if you're shooting a ball into a hoop, like in basketball, you want to see the ball going in the hoop, where did, I think I lost it, but so, <laughs> because your, your intention, you know, like, if you're on a path, and, you know, some negative communication is presented to you, and you start, you... I guess you just want to keep your eye on the prize, what you think about, you bring about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people, you you know, you're thinking about this thing and, the other, and somebody, you know, we're talking about communication, says you can't do that, you somehow have to keep your mind on the fact that you can do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you can. You might not know how to yet, yeah. but you can. Yeah know how to like I think that's a part of how I have my like foot in so many different things at once is that when people ask me to do a thing I don't say to myself I don't know how to do that so I can't do it Mm -hmm. I say I'll learn how to do it yeah you know I'll figure it out I got (laughs) you exactly so it's a good thing I think to be able to believe you can learn and it's not even a confidence thing it's not like a i'm stuck up and i know i can do everything it's a willingness to learn you know
1: yeah i mean it's almost like common sense in a way i remember in college i would thought to myself if all these guys can do it i can do it Mm -hmm. and if you know if anybody can do anything you can probably do it too you know like Unless you're like comparing yourself to Elon Musk or something, there are those outliers. But on, in a, you know, right. any kind of average type of a guy can sell tires mm-hmm. to the public. You know, you want to start a business, just look at any business that's ever been started. It's probably not a lot of geniuses. They're just guys like you or girls that had a dream and, you know, you just got to do a good job yeah. and try. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I keep having this thought, so I want to segue into it, sort of, because it's semi-related. And, you know, we're driving through Austin earlier and there's so <laughs> many homeless people. Right. And seeing these guys walking to their jobs. Oh, right. You know, and like this dude, he just got his new hat, you know, and like that's... Mm-hmm. His whole, the rest of his outfit is garbage, but he has this new hat. And that's what's, I mean, this is what's going on in my mind. It's like, that mm-hmm. is his, like, treasure for the week or whatever. And he, mm-hmm. the other dude has these these pretty fresh boots. Mm-hmm. But like, what got them to that point where they're walking to their job at 50? Mm-hmm. Or not wherever they were walking to, they might have been walking to the shelter to get their next meal. But right. the decisions they made mm-hmm. that just did or you know right. didn't.
0: Well, it's interesting. I like to think about this too because I have interesting interactions from time to time with homeless people. Mm-hmm. You just have to around Austin and stuff. Um, but you know, I don't think. There's one story for all the homeless people. Everyone has had an individual story that got them to where they are. And in fact, in in India, these pretty much homeless dudes are like the spiritual leaders. Right. They're called sadhus. Sadhus. Yeah. And they don't have any clothes. All, they have long, nasty hair. You know, Ash. like
1: they're wearing, the ashes. they're wearing
0: ashes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, their hair is matted and I'm sure it, it smells really strong. And, but like, to to the people there that see God in all, um, they bow to them mm. and they say, "Thank you for proving this example and holding this space." You know, you you're a link to the to the divine. You know, so you know so many homeless people here in America might almost be a sadhu in disguise. It's like they're a holy person, and this is just the path they have to walk. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them certainly maybe made bad decisions and got to where they're at in a bad way or whatever. But like some people may have had to do this liberating thing and get rid of all their possessions and all just wander out in search of wisdom. You know, I'm sure we run across a bunch of those type of people as homeless people. And yeah, the whole concept over there is, you know, they're they're holy people. We saw another guy kind of talking to himself recently and... I was referencing the show *American Gods* because it's a really great show that shows how the people you would not suspect to be like a divine being mm-hmm. just might be. Yeah, and then we're all divine beings, but I mean an extra divine being, where they like they have a deep level of insight they can offer. Um, and in the show, they kind of show people that look kind of crazy mm-hmm. end up actually being the gods. Yeah, the gods, like doing some godly stuff. And to us, we just see, like, a homeless guy rambling. But, mm-hmm. like, to him, what's going on in his mental awareness is probably extremely different than what we're perceiving. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it's an interesting thing. Well, and it's, I mean,
1: it, they can serve as an inspiration to you and ex- some sort of message, like, to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Again, just like, mm-hmm. fuck, man. That yeah. dude has a, his New York Yankees hat...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's his prized possession because that's all he's got. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that fucking is so... Like, something I would feel when I was 17. Right. You know, same. I got my new hat. You know, right. I love my hat. But now it's like, I'm beyond the hat thing. But this right. dude was 50 and that's all he had still. And mm-hmm. I'm like, shit. Right. What happened? Yeah. And just, you know, grateful for being grateful, even, you know, having the knowledge to (sighs) pursue, you know, like, freedom and liberty. Like, we have these freedoms and liberties in America, but sometimes we just sort of spin in circles or spin our wheels and don't, you know, Mm -hmm. you have it, but you don't utilize it and take it to its full advantage, which is, you can become Jeff Bezos, (laughs) you know.
0: (laughs) right yeah and it's all about that individual's journey of what they want to become who they want to become like because mm-hmm. you know a lot of entrepreneurs like us will look to jeff bezos or steve jobs and people that uh really shifted the whole way the world works with their product and and of course they amass a ton of wealth in, yeah. in the process but you know to some people it's like they want to shred like Jimi hendrix to some people they want to sing like michael jackson to some people they want to play ball like Michael Jordan it's all about what you want mm-hmm. you know and and but going towards that you know I sh- you shouldn't have a fear to go towards the things that inspire you instead of feel so many people probably feel like those people are on the next level and they couldn't possibly do what they're doing but they started where you're at yeah you know and they went towards their hero. And there's and, always a and an became e- a hero to you yeah
1: there's always an example of someone who's done it after you you know think it's too late hmm you know like K- Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel Sanders was like 70 right he had retired mm-hmm. he was using his money off of um, you know Social Security after he retired and then he that's when he had the freedom to go on this venture and that mm-hmm. brings me to another i A question, I guess, maybe even is like, mm-hmm. what do you think about the universal basic income? Mm-hmm. You've heard of that, right? I have.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not the best at political advice because I don't immerse myself in it enough to know all the angles and stuff Well, if everyone had but, just
1: enough money to cover their yeah, bases. Yeah,
0: but based on my gut, I think it would be good and a better thing because people could do the thing... That they want to do that maybe they're not paid to do yet, but could get paid to do. Yeah. So like say you you just love to paint. Mm-hmm. Like painting is your pride and joy. Those are the funnest times you have You're painting. But no one's buying your paintings yet. Well, if you had a universal basic income, you could continue to paint yep. while eating, <laughs> you know, instead of having to give up the thing you love to go make money to eat or whatever. Um, and you could get good enough that in time you could become such a good artist that people do want your paintings and they want to buy them and for high prices and stuff. But you couldn't possibly do that if you don't put in the work to get there. And it takes being supported along the way to do enough of the work so that you become on that kind of master level like an Alex Gray or a Picasso or a a Dali or whatever it is. You know, that takes decades. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it for decades if you can't eat. So a universal basic income would allow you to immerse yourself deeper in whatever art or craft or business, you know, effort that you want to the point that it gets good enough, your product becomes good enough to sustain you to where you don't need that that income or whatever. But I guess what I'm thinking is the silver lining of that is who doesn't want more beautiful art you know for the Mm -hmm. world yeah if we supported our artists who create this art we'd get more beautiful art yeah more beautiful music same thing with musicians so many people could make so much dope music Mm -hmm. but because they have to work they don't Mm -hmm. because it's a super immersive process you really have to like give music a lot of yourself um if it's to come out authentic and And good uh, on a soul level where you identify with it. But because of the work that we have to do, like, we don't make as much music. And then it's like... But the world would be better off with more beautiful music. So, I like it. I like Universal Basic Income. I guess the real risk of it is that people don't do the thing yeah. right you yeah. know like they don't do the thing they should do right and
1: they just take the money and consume the right. problem so we have to keep producing and like if everyone just takes the money and buys a bag of coke or something right. <laughs> then all if that was a bad idea I think I think they should try it in like Rhode Island or somewhere maybe Arizona or somewhere like a state see how it goes and then if their, you know, citizens become super uh, lazy and just at wanting more than then, then it didn't work. But mm-hmm. if it, if they're flourishing and thriving and producing, then you know maybe try a couple more states or whatever.
0: <laughs> yep, I think yeah they should roll out the test and see what's going on. I mean because I, I feel other like, areas do it. I feel like sheath
1: wouldn't have gotten started had I not gone into the army and I was able to use the money that I was getting to go to college after I got out Mm -hmm. to sustain myself during the hard years, you know, because every business they say you need to get like two years no, you're not going to make any money for the first two years and you probably mm-hmm. won't be able to pay yourself for the first five years, right. you know, so maybe not a whole universal basic income but if you come, we're solving the world's problems, if you come <laughs> to the your, your local government agent with a business plan, mm-hmm. at least, you know, w- yeah. and they will be like, okay, you got two years, motherfucker, <laughs> get it off the ground, we're going to give you $2,000 a month mm-hmm. and you know, because ultimately, you know, now I have 10 employees and mm-hmm. we pay a shitload of taxes and we provide goods and services to people who need to want them. And yeah. it helps kind of the system churn. The So, the more, like, if everyone just was productive, mm-hmm. that's what we need. We need more production.
0: Mm-hmm. Things, yeah, are... the world would be better with more things, uh, that are higher quality. Yeah, that's always what's going on, you know. That's that's always the goal of art, you know. And our iPhone is art, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely, it's, it's like the goal of art is to create a more beautiful thing, you know. Just like I want to inspire people to want this thing. Now, what? everyone has a phone because he made it art before they're like, Yeah, phones are all right, I'll have a pager, you know, like I don't need a big touchscreen, nothing you know, like people were totally not into it until he made it art. Now everyone needs an iPhone. You but know? what if
1: we're all just picking berries and shooting buffalo and there's nothing all we need all we really need is that food and water and love, you know, our right. friends and family. Right. So we could just live off the land and and enjoy Living, you know, Mm -hmm. just being. But then something makes us want to do more, you know. (laughs) The hero's journey.
0: Yeah, well, yes, I think... I don't know. I mean, I feel like most people have, yeah, a hero's journey to live out. Like, we're not just here to sit in our room or whatever, like, and not do anything meaningful. I think... If you if we're just like entertaining ourselves with video games and TV all day and you don't have like a goal, Mm -hmm. that isn't, you're not on the right path. You're not on the right life path for you. You know, I think people can play video games and can watch TV and stuff, but they should also be balancing that with something that excites them on a soul level. And if you can't identify with what a soul level is... First of all, this podcast is a lot about that, so I probably listened to the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> but secondly, it's it's like if you don't feel passion towards things, you haven't tried the things that you are passionate about yet. And you have to try more things and figure it out. And it's hard. You know, it takes effort to do that. I tried a lot of things. At first, I thought I was going to be a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I found my path. Like I'm a skateboarder for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... That ran its course, and then some other stuff. But all all the meanwhile, I was doing media. Mm-hmm. So the common theme was there already. And that's really interesting. Is like it was always there. It was always what I was gonna do, and I was was doing. But it was under my nose, and I didn't know that. Like, oh, the camera thing is gonna be the one, or the because I used to carry around a recorder mm-hmm. like this. And for me, it's just fun. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm recording myself talk and listen to it like sound like a chipmunk or like slow it down. I sound like a whale or something. And I was like, oh, this is funny. Like this thing that I loved and I did all the time, but never thought about it actually being a career ended up being the career. And that's crazy for me. But that's because I think I was on and been open to being on the right life path. And when I hear or see something or experience something, that seems to be pointing me me more in a positive direction of what feels like evolution in my life path, I usually do it. Yeah. It's like, I want to do that.
1: Yeah. Passion, feeding it, the changes throughout your life, probably, you Mm -hmm. know, Uh, when you're young, you want to be basketball player rock star Mm -hmm. fucking astronaut or something right and then not you don't become necessarily more realistic but they change maybe you maybe they do like you realize well whatever
0: well the skateboarding thing for me it was like okay i don't want to break my bones five times a year yeah (laughs) yeah so this isn't the one for me it's not that i don't love it and enjoy it but like injuries, yeah, I'm just not down to be like on crutches repeatedly. Yeah, for and and maybe break my foot entirely off That's or what happened with fuck. me in
1: basketball. It was yeah, like, it's like
0: these yeah. injury things. It, it wasn't my passion enough to put up with that. For Tony Hawk, it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But and maybe I that got was to the, the breaking universe. point. Though I went with it far to discover how it wasn't for me right you know what i mean yeah and i loved it and thought it was for me until i realized oh i've been hurt a whole bunch mm-hmm. and i really can't live like this mm-hmm. it's not for me you know some people will put, live like that because they just know it's for them it's so
1: yeah their passion is so strong that yeah. they'll go through the pain Right, and uh it, it was probably a like a curb curbing uh effect from the universe. To, direct you mm-hmm. down the path. You know, you're hitting the curbs like you're breaking a bone. Right. Stay on the street. It's that, it, it, it's, it's that way, not this way, you know, and the right. path was the camera and the microphones mm-hmm. and the editing and the creative directing right. that you currently. Yeah.
0: And I love it. I really do love it. It's like fun <clears> every <throat> time, you know, I uh, love it. Yeah. And it's just, um, yeah, it was there the whole time. So I guess we're just trying to tell people that, you know, if you find what you you enjoy doing that's fun and kind of take it as far as you can yeah. to discover, is it your calling? Is it the thing you will do all the time? You know, I mean, music for me feels like that. I think it's clear to a ton of people that know me that I will invest in music endlessly yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's just like even if i don't make the most music i invest in other people's music or i invest in music i enjoy i'll buy the album i will i understand the energy exchange you know some people will want to listen for free but it's like if i really like this project i will go buy it right because it's like i'm supporting the art i'm so into it
1: can everyone like I'm thinking there's art in everything, you know, there's art in being a politician and being an actor, obviously like uh, the arts are the arts, but like in a job that you do, do you, you create something? That's one thing, you know, you're the, you created Apple, that was your art. And then the people that maybe work for you create art within that space to you know, just so they are getting a sort of fulfillment, sense of fulfillment, and creating something. You don't have to be the original creator to still be creating. I just want to make sure everyone who is driving a truck, you know, mm-hmm. is is happy and and finding their bliss on that. And maybe maybe it's coming home to their family. You know, hopefully. Mm-hmm. and providing for them and that's good that's good enough i feel like there's got to be different levels of satisfaction where it's good enough for them cuz you know some people just want a simple life and they just and and everyone can't be steve jobs right so we have to have the technicians below that do the actual heart the actual labor mm-hmm. function right and i you know but we all want I just want everyone to be happy
0: yeah yeah there's a ton of things we could kind of suggest that aren't you know entrepreneurial to bring happiness i think sauna can bring happiness and ice baths and meditation Mm -hmm. and yoga and breath work all these things we both enjoy can bring lasting happiness you know because charity. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the gratefulness of each moment. That is happiness. Is like when you can feel grateful, and also plant medicines because mm-hmm. they they show you why to be grateful in each moment. Because you see the things that really hold this all together, and it's beyond comprehension. It's something we could never really be able to translate to another person and then have them understand it unless they themselves saw it. But, like, what's going on is insane if you think about the amount of space and time that it exists out there. Mm-hmm. This thing happening here is so rare, it's like a one in a bajillion chance that we would be alive here together. Mm-hmm. And when you can kind of see that, it's like, dude, I'm so grateful, dude, for just being alive with people right now. Holy shit, you know?
1: Yeah. The consci- consciousness existing in this point in time is an anomaly, I'm yep. sure. It's an anomaly. Yeah. It's
0: a miracle. Right. It's a miracle to be here.
1: My dad used to say this metaphor of, if you put all the pieces of a watch into a bag and you shook it for (laughs) a thousand years it would never get to the point where it was like a working Uh swiss watch hundred percent and uh that's what kind of had to happen times you know complication factor times yeah, b-
0: you know infinity yeah a, yeah a million just yeah. to say a big number a million times more complex to make a human right you know and, and let alone one human but a whole bunch of us yeah you know?
1: and the conditions to survive and then not just survive but have conscious thought and you know that and then we find these plants and we take these plants that expand that consciousness to God level, you know, or or awareness of of other
0: Right. And God is just where the communication barrier ends. It's just like we can only explain it as God. Right. That's why we call it that. You know, is it's like if only we could tell you what it was, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Because God is beyond translation. It's just when you're in its glory and presence, you know it, and the only thing you can think of is god yeah question mark mm-hmm. oh god oh you know it's like it's a word for it it's one word there's so many words for it but the universe yeah, conscious the Tao, yeah w- whatever you want to say it's it literally is a miracle that this is all happening like that's like the type of a gratefulness i try to maintain each day is just like knowing that this is a miracle. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm trying, I'm like thinking about what am I grateful for? What are you who's out there listening to this grateful for? And there's so much to be grateful for. Uh, And I mean, so you can constantly, I am so happy and grateful now that I have money, energy, power, and wealth and health coming to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. You were talking earlier about mantras. Yep. And I know a mantra can be like Om or Satnam or mm-hmm. but my mantra for the longest time was, I am so happy and grateful now that I have money, love, energy, and power coming to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. Because I learned that from Bob Proctor and right. he he used to say, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have money coming to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. But right. it's what you think about you bring about.
0: Absolutely.
1: And what you're grateful for also helps. It helps to be you know, and have just be grateful and be mm-hmm. grateful for that thing you want and act as if you already have it. Mm-hmm. And so there's something magical about that and whether it's real or not I don't know but I've you done that and it seems to work.
0: Oh, it works. Yeah. And you have to do the experiment and find the result for yourself to know it worked cuz someone will tell you it worked and you won't believe them. Right. But when you do it and it happens to you, you can, and you recognize it first of all. You have to learn to recognize the moments when something manifested.
1: Yeah, you like, know, like oh, 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 this
0: thing happened. I was just thinking about it last week or ten years ago, or it could be any amount of time away from here. The longer the time, obviously, the less you're going to recognize it, when mm-hmm. it because you've forgotten perhaps that you manifested that. But if a good, if you have a good practice of trying to remember things and meditation is great at that because you're shutting down a lot of like these kind of like faculties in your mind to be able to receive more information Mm -hmm. similar to like dreams and stuff, you know, like memories can surface and then you'll be like, Oh my God, this thing that I have now I manifested when I was like nine years old (laughs) or maybe younger than that on, on some occasions. Right. So, It just takes time, you know, because it's like, in The Secret, they tell you, you know, imagine if you could manifest all the things you're thinking right now, all of a sudden an elephant would pop in the room, all of a sudden a car would pop in the room, all yeah. of a sudden a bunch of kids would pop, blah, 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 blah. It's like all these things you want would just be there. There needs to be some type of resistance, and the resistance is time. A buffer, yeah. Yeah, there needs to be a buffer. Yeah. And the buffer is time, you know, when you have these thoughts and you actually mean them, and you actually, in your heart, carry the the desire to manifest it. And you keep that desire in you to, to manifest. And don't forget a week later, you know. Uh, it's going to manifest. Well, I that's why you have to be careful most people,
1: what you think about, too. Like, if all you're true. doing is thinking negative thoughts, like, all the time, repetitively, guess what you're going to get? Probably negative shit. Yep, yep. And I mean, it's like I find myself every now and then thinking something negative. Like, oh, don't even give, don't even repeat that thought one time, right? Because I don't want to. I know how good I am at manifesting. Mm -hmm. Knock on wood. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's touchy. You got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Just be think positively. Mm -hmm. Um, Think about what you want. Don't think about what you don't want.
0: Right. I like the guy. I like Muji. He's um, kind of a meditation teacher. Where listening to him talk, he kind of tells you how to take a back seat to the thoughts and not hop on them. Because so many we get, we have a thought, and we think, "I thought that," you know. So it's mine. I own it. My thoughts are me. Yeah. Or something. Exactly. But it's simply a possibility your mind is suggesting. It's Mm -hmm. auditioning for your attention. Wow. And you don't have to lasso it and hop on the, the thought cloud and ride that shit all day and talk about it all day to everyone. Right. You don't have to do that. But you don't know because without the practice of meditation, you think that that was your thought instead of a possible thought. Yeah. It's a, a thought auditioning for your attention. It doesn't mean that... Now that's what you're gonna like be consumed by for the next hours to days or whatever it is, you know.
1: Yeah, these weird what ifs, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm I did that thing, therefore I'm bad. Like, I stole stuff when I was a kid, stole candy from the liquor store, and uh, you know, that progressed into a couple things, but I'm not that. And I'm not gonna dwell on that either. Right. I'm gonna. I'm and I. It was and, a
0: mistake that yeah. we made, and so many people make that mistake because we're testing the boundaries of what's real. Yeah, we don't know. You know, we we hear that you can't steal, but you don't know for yourself that you can't steal. So you try it until you get caught, and oh shit. Yeah, it's true what they say. Yeah, and there are don't steal. Yeah, it's just
1: bad consequences. And then when you, because as a kid you don't have anything for people to well to steal, and sometimes you do. And I learned some lessons when some kids stole some stuff from me, and I was like heartbroken because it was this baseball card that I that was my favorite baseball card and. It still like I don't know. It still didn't register until I was an adult because your brain's not done forming. I get, whatever. I won't give myself too many excuses, but I know now that I try to like just give back and balance the imbalance I created, you know, when I was younger by right. just giving back and
0: so much of that is, you know, what's awesome about life is that you aren't just those one things you always have the ability to come back Mm -hmm. you know like in game of thrones like sometimes they'll you hate a guy and then you end up loving him yeah but then at the and vice versa you love a guy and end up hating him because you are gonna like keep doing the things that are gonna create your future character and you can change yes like like jamie lannister at the beginning i was like in game of Thrones. i was like man this guy's whack bro you know like yeah. what's wrong with him and then later he do, he redeems himself a couple of ways and you're like you know what he's all right you know yep so it's like it's interesting like that's our life story and we aren't defined by a mistake that we made mm-hmm. you know and you have to make mistakes to know what not to do <laughs> you know so otherwise you don't ever try anything it's just like you never understand what's possible or not possible and shift your ideas to productive things you know but then
1: you know it makes me think of the 10 commandments they're just principles of being that are in many different religions or cultures and so it you know we do test the boundaries as kids, you know, right. um but they the, the knowledge is out there, and you know we're not kids anymore, and you can kind of trust some of the wise men that have come before you that are telling you like mm-hmm. no, I mean, Matt and I are still forty and thirty, right. but We we just made we made two million dollars. (laughs) Okay, just saying. So like, this year and the point is like, I'm we're sitting we're telling you our experiences, as people who are walking down this path and you're listening because you chose to listen to this and it's drawn to you just like when we heard the messages from the wise people before us that we're I'm. It's nothing new, people. were just (laughs) passing it down because, you know, some people want to keep it all for themselves, uh, you know? You know, you find a secret and, I don't know, you just...
0: Yeah, I like the idea of sharing the things that helped us get to where we are. Yeah. Because we, you know, if there is one purpose that isn't like some defined, like, oh, I want to be a musician purpose or something, it's like... The purpose is to help mankind evolve. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like to make a better future edition of you. Right now, if you help other people become better, the whole human race will evolve and become better. So even if your mission isn't identified with, I want X, Y, Z, just do the things to help humanity evolve. Just be a nice person, be a guide this crazy thing that's going on it's literally insane what's going on but the i wanted to say something about like the
1: abundance thing yep. because a lot of people are scared to tell you know their way of doing things or the way they became successful because they think there's not enough to go around somebody mm-hmm. else is going to come up and have more than them you know and so they it's fear, yeah. you know, and so having, just having that abundance mind state also helps. There's a universe that is infinite, mm-hmm. and if we use up all the resources on this planet, the mind is infinite, and we'll be able to cre- create something or draw it from somewhere else in the universe, or at least that's mm-hmm. a, a way of thinking. You yes. can think that things are finite and that there's we're gonna run out of stuff, mm-hmm. but again, that's a mindset, and it's gonna. L- keep you limited in what you think is possible therefore limit your possibilities significantly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so think limitless right limitless yeah nature has a way of balancing everything right yeah so right. if we get too crazy it'll it'll create a pandemic yeah but or yeah. an
0: ice age or it's yeah. been through so much when you can Think about all the things that have happened to the Earth, to be where we're at. We're literally nothing to it. It's like a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Like, w- like the whole human race and all the stuff that we've done, compared to what the Earth has seen and been through, mm-hmm. is literally like that. It's like nothing.
1: A couple hundred years. We've yeah. only been driving cars for like a hundred years. I know, and
0: we think the world's gonna end because of uh... cars for a hundred years. It's that, that's why I resonate with the George Carlin clip because. Mm. We have a, a way of blowing things out of proportion and focusing way too much on things that maybe we shouldn't focus as much on, even though like it's a righteous thing to fo- focus on. I get it. I get why people are passionate about that, and maybe that's their path to do that. But it's a each person has their own particular path, and I don't think your path is is worry all day mm-hmm. about 10 different things. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah, let the yeah. people
1: that are... They're were born to fix those things fix those things there's some kid that invented this you know like contraption that is like uh scours this bottom of the sea for plastic it's like sweeping or whatever the 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 ocean floors Mm -hmm. and collecting all the plastic and bringing it back in and recycling it and selling it you know as shoes and stuff so we're going to... Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: See, I'm glad someone focused on that. Right. But like like 90% of the population need, doesn't need to do that. No. That one person that made that dope project mm-hmm. should have focused on it, you know, because other people aren't taking action towards what they're worried about.
1: Yeah, they're just worrying. Yeah,
0: that's all they're doing is worrying. They're yeah. not solving the problem. So I think identifying a problem is a great place to start on knowing what your mission is, is if you really resonate with a problem, let's say litter in the ocean, and it just, like, tears you up. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it fucks you up. Don't just get fucked up about it. Do something about it. Organize a clean thing. Like, where you get a community to go clean it. Or create this machine that goes down there and gets it. Or, mm-hmm. like, that is evolution. That is what we need. You know? We need people to solve these problems and not just worry about them.
1: Yeah, if you're not going to do anything, don't sit there and worry about it. Like... <laughs> It's just you're gonna waste a lot of time, but you know, build. I like. Anyways, we we could go on indefinitely, but like building, creating, mm-hmm. you know, uh, helping others. That you know, just worrying, unless you, it needs to be spurring action. And that kid that made the thing, he was on Rogan. Kudos to him. He t- he fixed it. You know, mm-hmm. that's what our minds are for—is to fix. Yeah. problems so find your problem that is in your realm of operations and fix it and right. i think we we, just, we all help each other have fun mm-hmm. enjoy the sun
0: absolutely yeah there was a quote about oh it was that song it was that song um what was the country guy's name again
1: It's Sturgill Simpson.
0: Yeah, Turtles All the Way Down. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard that, check it out. It's a really awesome psychedelic country song. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that he says, you know, have fun along the way. Because it's so true. You know, you have a mission. You you know where you want to go. You know how you want to get there. And you're going to do it. But don't forget to have fun, too. Yeah. You know, it's not just a grind out here you know like you have to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor as well that's an important part it's a really hard part because so many people in america probably don't even know that they're workaholics or Mm. whatever it is and because it's looked at like a good thing here Mm -hmm. it's like it's hustling the, the more you work the more respect you get bro or whatever but you know like sometimes it's like you're gonna burn out if you don't know how to properly enjoy your life, it's gonna affect your body. It's gonna affect your thoughts. It's gonna yeah. bring adrenochrome, you know, pumping through your system, and then you're not of any use to anyone when you're like that. It's yeah, you're like, grumpy. Yeah, so you have to have fun too, so that you know it's fun to, so you're fun to be around too, and uh, work it's supposed to be fun you know i think that's a mission of creating a company is that the workers enjoy working there Mm -hmm. you know because why would you want people in your company that don't enjoy it yeah
1: and even though and even you yourself whoever the thing you enjoy doing that work that it is need to go play something do something else all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy mm-hmm. and so balance i find myself i'll you know 2 weeks later after working you know 2 weeks straight no days off like whatever 12 hour days i'm like a kind of a jerk you know i'm like not being pleasant mm-hmm. and so i have to Get out of that moment. Sometimes you get in this cycle or whatever of doing. You know, it's
0: grinding. It's yeah. just grind mode. Yeah. And again, you know, like it's a great thing. It's a, it's a skill to be able to grind. I always say, RuneScape or World of Warcraft taught me how to grind in business because I would sit and play these games for literally eighteen hours, and go to sleep just enough to get enough rest to do it again. It's like, how many, how few hours can I operate on? Because I need to play this game some more, man. Like, I'm serious, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And so, if you can do that for a video game, you can do it for your life. But the thing is, is it's not sustainable, you know? You do it while you're young and, and stuff, and I did. And But then after a while, it's like, oh, I'm... You get fizzled out and then you need a reset and you need to realize, oh, the balance was out of whack and fun and ice baths and sauna and meditation and self-care and and walks and like getting out into nature. All these things are things you need to do because it's better for you to do them and sacrifice that one hour of less productivity you had because it's going to give you five more this week. Even though it seems like less, it's more. It ends up being more. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah, because you get burnt
1: out from the sprinting. You have Mm -hmm. to realize that it is a marathon and not like an ultra marathon. I'm talking like Mm -hmm. thousands of miles (laughs) long. And so Mm -hmm. you can't just sprint to the end and taking that time off will give you more energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like something about diminishing the law, diminishing returns or whatever. The heart, you keep pressing the gas, you know, to the, whatever it's called, like to the metal or whatever.
0: And you're going, the pedal to the metal, pedal
1: to the metal. You're just going to burn out or run out of gas. You have to stop and get more gas.
0: Right. And we always like to think we're the exception. Yeah. But I won't. I know everyone else does, but I won't, you know, but
1: I just need to take these little blue pills. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to give me more energy. I'll
0: go all night. (laughs) exactly so we yeah like that's an important humbling part of the psychedelic experience too is realizing we're a fragile human being you know what i mean like we need to be taken care of by ourselves. yes but, but by others too yes. and we need to admit that yeah and And realize we can't do it all alone. Why do you want to be a dude in a suit of armor standing in the middle of a field all by yourself? Like, that doesn't sound fun. No. I want to be at the festival. You know what I mean? (laughs) I want to be around people. I want to hear music. It's like, sure, you can be Iron Man and like do it all by yourself or whatever. But what fun
1: is that? Well, and then you get sick. And then Mm -hmm. who's going to be there to pick up the slack when you don't, when you can't? And like, that just made me think of how blessed i am to have the team that we do and Mm -hmm. to have had it this whole time that have helped when i was maybe not in a right state of mind or whatever you know Mm -hmm. i have issues but i mean i'm pretty good but like um you know i think i've had i went months without like doing anything at one point in time where Mm -hmm. you guys just kept the wheels turning and i wouldn't even call you i wasn't sleeping there was like a time mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I, cu- I wasn't sleeping for like bad and it was bad and and mm-hmm. so anytime any you guys would even try to call me i was so exhausted that i couldn't even mm-hmm. the thought of talking was stressful and mm-hmm. i'm like fuck right. you know we're gonna have a meeting later right. i'm exhausted you know whatever and um Having, you know, you just said you can't do it by yourself. And so having had that right. this whole time really speaks volumes to mm-hmm. the need for a team to, yeah. because you can't do it all by yourself. I mean, it's just not.
0: Right. Wow. That's profound. Yeah. Love
1: you, dog. Love you,
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, so what do you have coming up? You know, you're getting home in a few days, going back to the Mountain Palace. What are you looking forward to in 2021?
1: Well, uh, I'm going to do another little purification Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere around the new year. I know that's cliche, a new year's resolution of some (laughs) sort of sobriety over a couple days. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, because over the holidays, it's been... Quite, we've been indulging, <laughs> and it's been fun and it's great. So, but I, I'm not necessarily looking forward to that. But that's just something I do from time to time, mm-hmm. I guess. I do have a nice mushroom candy mm-hmm. that I'm ready to. I want to. I probably want to do that first, and re, and then kind of mm-hmm. go and have a little, you know, purification time period, and then right. just but doing my thing, you know, living life being grateful we're really gonna I guess push next year to keep the pace of growth we've seen over the course of the existence of Sheath, which is mm-hmm. we typically double every year in size. So mm-hmm. this next year will be a big jump. Mm-hmm. You know, the numbers keep getting bigger and bigger. So that'll be a challenge but a fun one. And mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to it and yeah. Uh, just really solidifying the brick of the business like you've mm-hmm. suggested and just keeping you know we got to keep things solid right to take care of our customers and and keep cuz you know just keep growing and make sure things don't fall through the cracks <laughs> yeah
0: 100% yeah yeah it's a big deal you know when you have this many customers that's, that's a lot of stuff going on yeah So that's good a lot of moving pieces
1: i just want to to keep the team growing i feel like we had a really nice bonding visit it's not over but Mm -hmm. um, i want to stay united and and inspired and yeah just hit 2021 strong Mm -hmm. with a lot of positivity and love and you know just be optimistic of what is possible Mm -hmm. you know abundance um Hmm. and hopefully you know for just the world in general this covid cures itself or we find ourselves you know get just letting the chips fall where they may i mentioned that earlier today because we got to get on with life and and see what happens i don't think it seems like it was going to be like people dying in the streets, you know. Right. It didn't turn out to be quite so bad. And so I think let's just um, treat it as another cold or flu and they can add it to the list and then we can just right. move on.
0: Right. Yeah. I agree. I think that is what the world would benefit from. Just more understanding and health, you know. Health and understanding and love, those are... What we should be uh, helping to create,
1: and I think if everyone was doing Wim Hof breathing stop type techniques, yep. that this disease would have even
0: less fatalities, which are. Oh yeah, because you're expelling all the stuff from your lungs. Mm-hmm. I remember on your podcast that Cindy lady talked a bit about like expelling things from your uh, lungs on toxins. a deep level, or because uh, so much, so many of us have all this old air in it. But mm-hmm. if we, how often do we like? <sighs> you know what i mean yeah that felt nice (laughs) yeah
1: because then you when you breathe back in you're getting all fresh new oxygen and air Mm -hmm. and that's you're refreshing the whole system through your breath (laughs) Ah.
0: love it okay well tell us where we can hear your podcast and what, what you talk about and then we'll wrap it up
1: thank you for having me on uh i have hosted podcast called the robert Patton global podcast you can find it on all the different outlets mainly apple music and spotify and youtube Mm -hmm. but um we talk about the principles of success the flow states and how to get yourself there you know essentially and Mm -hmm. just it kind of goes off in all sorts of different wild directions, we talk about psychedelics, which yep. is a way to open your mind up to potentially getting into that, that flow state is where we all want to be, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's through creating and and just being active, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just explore that, those different types of mind states, probably similar to, you know, this Type yeah. of audience interests,
0: right? So, well, we are brothers, so yeah. <laughs> we yeah. probably have a couple of topics in common, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so. definitely. And you know, sure. i
1: at Bobby the Bank on all the social medias at Sheath Underwear, sheathunderwear.com, sheath sports. Just follow us on our YouTube channel, that's really mm-hmm. growing. We had a really cool video of a transport from somewhere in the United States that so we made a delivery, yeah, some goods. Yeah That was great. And uh, more good content coming thanks to Matt and the team. But uh, just.
0: It's a pleasure.
1: Thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for
0: having (laughs) me on the show. Thank you. Thanks for being here. All right. So that's Bobby the Bank, Robert Patton, the founder of Sheath Underwear, and my brother. Uh, Go check out his podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.